last week we asked the question, but the situation just keeps changing so much. We've got to revisit this issue. What the impact of COVID-19 is going to be, particularly on local farming. A little bit hard to say uh, with the seasonal markets and the less regulated, controlled, whatever markets you want to call them of of, uh, the fruit that we produce here in the county, the raspberries and the blueberries. Dairy, on the other hand, there's been a lot of stuff going on and there's stuff to actually look at. Uh, Again, we talked about it last week with Dwayne Faber. And at that point, we had been seeing some indications that, well, there have been some impacts. Was this going to be a huge one for dairy Uh, as far as a negative? Not sure. Maybe could it be a positive? We're we're getting more of a look at that now. Again, things still are, are not clear and constantly changing with this situation. But joining us right now is an expert on the dairy markets, Lee Milky. Welcome to the program. And in your uh, weekly column out yesterday, you talked about a few different things that I I hadn't even thought of uh, as far as potential impacts for the dairy markets of what's happening with this virus, and and not just the virus so much, but really the story has become the hysteria around the virus, and that's almost as much of an issue to deal with, uh, an impact on markets, on lives, etc., as the virus itself. Welcome to the program. What are you seeing here uh, as far as good, bad, and otherwise for for dairy producers and consumers trying to sort out the media hype from the reality of the situation that we have and indeed we have a serious situation on our hands and it is impacting all of the markets including dairy and two of the issues that i raised in my column was uh, fluid milk as schools close down there's uh, going to be loss of fluid milk sales not a huge uh, impact uh, but the bigger impact will be in restaurant use where a lot of cheese and butter is used and consumed and as restaurants are hurting big time as people are staying home um, and not going to restaurants that is going to impact dairy sales as well however I talked with one of my uh, leading information sources Mm -hmm. and he was a dairy broker and he said the bottom line, Lee, is people are not going to stop eating. And uh, (laughs) he, he brought out an interesting fact that I hadn't considered. He said 10 years ago, if this had happened, people would be sitting at home and they would maybe order a pizza. And, and surely we'll see a spike in pizza sales, I'm sure. But now with Grubhub and Uber Eats and DoorDash and these other companies, you can order a steak dinner at home if you want. And so we may not see the big impact on dairy as, you know, some uh, might think we will. But uh, we're all going to be impacted. We are being impacted. Uh, Lots of cancellations. Even church services are being canceled. And where all this is going to end, um, as as my friend said, uh, it would be a fool's errand to try and speculate that. 
Yeah, and I, I think that's the way uh, more and more people are feeling. I think early on, a lot of people, ha- you know, took um, broad, you know, made broad pronouncements one way or the other. And I think at this point, a lot of people are are being humbled by this ever evolving situation. And and I think a lot of us are kind of in awe just of how far this has already gone. And that's giving us pause to think, wow, how much further could this go as far as the spread of the virus, as far as the decisions that people are making and the disruption to everyday life and our economy and our culture, you name it, based on the the reaction, the hysteria, uh, the panic uh, that this virus has inspired. Uh, Just at the nuts and bolts, you know, the commodity level, the stuff that you normally talk about, what are things looking like? I know um, there had recently been some changes with China, um, aside from the virus, that, that people have been hoping would make a big difference. Of course, then the, the equation changed with what was happening in China and their own um, consumption, and would that go up or down based on, you know, how people were living and shopping and not working for a time and, and the recovery there what are we seeing in the commodity markets first and then let's talk more about this consumer stuff um well for, for prices and 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 where supplies are china has opened uh, its doors to more u.s uh product including dairy and uh, in the the most recent announcement according to the dairy export council even included cheese which was left off the list now as i've said before on your program the U.S. does not export a lot of dairy products to China. Our biggest dairy product export is is more in uh, dry whey, which they feed to their pigs. And, of course, they are in the process of rebuilding their hog herd. And so we are seeing increases in U.S. exports of dry whey. But we hope to see some U.S. cheese going there as well, uh, as well as butter. Um, We compete with the European Union and Oceania countries, but we can compete if we're given the chance and these tariffs and the trade wars are cast by the side. So what has this, um, what effect has this had on the the markets, on, on prices specifically? Where are things at right now? Well, for the most part, dairy product prices for cheese are above year ago levels. Uh, butter is down. Uh, we haven't seen butter below $2 a pound for a long time. It uh, came down right after Thanksgiving last year. And uh, butter is still, well, Friday's price was $1.81 and a quarter a pound. So we're well below $2, but still that's a, that's a good price. And we're looking at where class three uh, milk futures are looking. The year is not looking as good as it did a few months ago, but it's still looking good. It's still better than last year. And, of course, this can change quite rapidly, as you well know, in, in agriculture. Yeah, and, and a lot of us, a lot of this is driven by demand and, and these consumer habits and what's happening uh, at that level. What about what's going on with financial markets? Does that have any effect? You know, we see the stock market crash, and then, you know, yesterday, you know, Trump spoke and it came back up. And when's it going to go right. up and down? Does that have any bearing on commodity markets like dairy? 
I'm sure it does. There is a uh, philosophical effect that I'm sure carries over. And, you know, if, if I see my neighbor getting nervous, then why are, aren't I nervous, too? I mean, yeah. uh, all of these things are somewhat conjoined together. And uh, I think dairy farmers are guardedly optimistic. Um, they, they've seen some prices you know, get to a point where they can start paying bills again and uh, rebuild some of the lost equity. But are they happy with, you know, the way things are right now? No, uh, we'd like to see them come back up, but it remains to be seen. And, and hopefully we're, we don't see a big increase in milk production because that'll push prices back down again. Increase in milk production and consumer demand falling would not be good signals down the road. I heard someone summarize it recently that while, you know, dairy markets had been down for a long time, farmers were struggling and then things came up a bit there for a while. I mean, that was the story you and I were talking about here on the program uh, just this fall of, wow, a bit of a recovery. People finally able to take a breath and, you know, look at a couple, you know, do a little housekeeping, so to speak, barn keeping probably more accurately. Um, and then um, the person who was summarizing this described, yeah, but, but now here in, you know, early in, in 2020 things are back down again um is that kind of an accurate summation of this or i obviously there's always more to the story underneath but f at the producer level are they back down and and seeing you know a less light at the end of the tunnel as they were in the fall well, even the recovery was too little, too late for too many. And so yeah. the dairy industry has, you know, a history of these ups and downs. And every dairy farmer who's listening knows that all too well and is a good reason why so many of them have decided to call it quits and why many of their kids don't want to take over the farm. Now, I don't think we're in a any near danger of losing so many farmers that we're not going to have enough food to eat, but that's, you know, not beyond the realm of possibility and we can't just make assumptions. And so we, we want to see milk production continue. You know, there's some are saying that uh, the dairy industry is, is a dying breed because we're going to plant-based beverages and plant-based uh, butters and stuff, but I don't see that happening. Uh, while we do see uh, a decrease in fluid milk consumption and have been seeing it for many years, we do see increases in cheese consumption and butter consumption. Yeah. So the dairy industry is not dying and is still doing very well. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> cheese is becoming more trendy in some ways and, and butter is, is okay again. <laughs> in people's well, minds, and, they, and they realize that the, the the fat of butter is not necessarily one that we need to be worried about, and in fact may have some positives. That that is true, and 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 then if as consumers read the labels on the boxes of the containers where their plant based beverages uh, state and compare <laughs> the the ingredients lists, and many of them you can't even pronounce. Uh, I'm not sure that I want to put that in my body. Yeah. I'd rather have good old fashioned cow's milk. That's the it's been the best for many many years. Now, and again, we're talking with Lee Milkey. He's a, a columnist and an expert on dairy markets based 
here in Whatcom County, um, but read uh, across the country and beyond, I'm sure, um, talking about, of course, the impact of the coronavirus, COVID-19. Um, but even before we were, were really into this, this virus situation and, and how rapidly things have changed because of that, we were talking about these things that we were just mentioning, butter being cool again, cheese doing well, even though fluid uh, milk uh, maybe not uh, doing as good as it has been long term. Uh, that's the trend. Was there any impact when when uh, Starbucks made this announcement, which was as as Starbucks has tried to since say was interpreted incorrectly as their uh, discouragement against consuming dairy products with their coffee drinks? Uh, again, they, they're saying that's not really what they meant, but it was still in the language that they put out uh, earlier this year. Did that have any measurable impact on the market itself, being as big of a, a, a consumer as they are, and, and really a trendsetter? I can't say that I saw any, uh, Dylan, but then I haven't seen too many uh, fluid milk reports since uh, Starbucks made that announcement. And I'm not sure that we would see um, that much impact. What we are seeing is uh, increased sales as uh, Wendy's has started serving breakfast again. Mm. And, you know, a lot of those foods will include cheese and dairy products as well. They will use butter. So if anything, I think (laughs) we will see some small increases. Back to the coronavirus situation, could this could there be some opportunities with this happening for dairy as people quarantine, as people stay home, as events are canceled, as it you know, I think you touched on that earlier, that there being the potential of some opportunities here of actually people per, uh, purchasing more dairy products. Oh, yes, I think so. And, and, and you know, in the olden days when uh, weather forecasts were given and storms were on the way, people would go out and one of the things they bought was, was milk. Uh, you don't see that so much uh, anymore, uh, not quite to that degree, but I'm sure as people do eat uh, at home, they will inclu- you know, include dairy products in their consumption. Um, what will be, I, I, uh, I don't know that I have an answer to that question, yeah. but I do see that dairy's popularity continues to be strong and rise. And I think that even as people try some of the plant-based beverages and, and spreads, they will come back to dairy. Yeah. And I think, you know, with this coronavirus situation, there's certainly potential for some serious negatives on the market. There's, I think, potential for positives. Maybe it'll all balance out. You know, like you said, people are still eating. If we could start a rumor here on a program that cheese uh, kills coronavirus, you know, we could could buy some stock and dairy real quick and, and... (laughs) <laughs> but I don't think that's going to work yeah, out very to, well for to, you. <laughs> to be in the toilet paper business right now, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, then I heard the story of the man that went into the bank with a full mask on and everybody was in an instant panic until he took out a gun and then everybody was relieved. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard one, heard that one, but that's good. That's good. I actually saw a, a video on social media just a little while ago of somebody rolling up to a drive-through, 
And uh, when it came time to pay, pulling out a roll of toilet paper and, and counting out the number <laughs> of squares that they owed for their meal. Well, there was a picture on, on uh, Facebook of uh, uh, Pawn Stars. Uh, yeah. And the guy had a case of water and a case of toilet paper. And, and the guy from Pawn Stars was saying, best bet I can give you is $2, no more. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, again, talking with Lee Milkey, uh, Dairy Markets um, reporter, columnist, uh, expert, and um, weighing in on, on what this whole situation right now, which is, again, it's rapidly evolving. Who knows by this time next week what we'll be talking about and what the new potential impacts could be. But, of course, here on The Farming Show, trying to gauge what is the effect of all of this going to be on our local farming community. Of course, dairy farming is still um, number one here in, in Whatcom County, uh, where we're broadcasting from today, um, for agricultural impact, agricultural economic uh, output. Uh, the berry's not far behind. It will be interesting to see what impact this has on international markets, since uh, you know berries certainly are uh, very much uh, a global market in this day and age so who knows but i think we probably won't really see more of that until we get closer to season or in season so again right now the thing to to keep an eye on is are these dairy markets you mentioned something about um and and maybe this was related catch me up here if uh, i'm i'm trying to stay with my notes here on what we've talked about so far uh, you talked about in your column the march 6th dairy far, uh, dairy and food market analysis reporting that the uh, u.s dairy export council uh, saying that china has granted some waiver ex exemptions on tariffs for u.s importers is that because of this virus situation and and what they're facing over there uh, no, that was uh, in relation to some of the agreements the um, to the fa fa phase one agreement okay. with with China. Now, I would assume that uh, the coronavirus situation has also piked their uh, latest uh, release or opening of markets. Um, I think that they're importing some hogs from the United States. Um, as I think pointed out to you uh, a while ago when we talked, China had a hog population that was far bigger than the U.S. people population. <laughs> Yeah. And they they had to depopulate uh, as much as 60% of their herd from what I uh, read reports on. And so they're that was in the with process the pig of flu. Yeah, this was African African swine fever. Swine fever. Yeah, sorry. Right. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm the, getting my disease names mixed up now with all the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so all these flus getting around oh, pretty soon will be in the fireplace. Anyway, um, so <laughs> we, we, as I said before, we export a lot of dry whey because they use dry whey as a pig feed and as they uh, repopulate. And, and, of course, all of Southeast Asia is dealing with African swine fever. Um, this is this is very contagious. It has devastated uh, herds in many countries, not just China. And so um, it will be interesting because this is a key source of protein for mm -hmm. uh, Asians, and they're going to have to find that protein somewhere. And of course, dairy is is a good alternative um, if we can get the, the dairy products to them. 
Fascinating times and certainly not status quo yes. right now with a lot of things. Lee Milkey, uh, dairy columnist with us here on the Farming Show this morning on KGMI. Thanks for your time, Lee. I appreciate it. Anytime, Dylan. Thank you.